0: Welcome to the Ignore This Podcast, where we discuss topics we're interested in that you may or may not ignore. My name is Mati, and I'm joined by Darren. Hello, Darren. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Um, you know, it's it's funny. I was actually, you know, for our first topic, I was thinking about all of these positive things, and I thought, you know, right now... Uh, we're drenched in smoke because both of us live on the West coast. We're drenched in smoke. We can't go outside. If we do, you, you know, we're shortening our lifespan by probably a thousand years. Uh, and by a thousand years, I mean like 10 um, or we'll get emphysema or some bullshit and uh, we're going to die. So, uh, you know, I mean, we're all going to die, but, but obviously, you know, die much sooner. But, so, but wh- this will be
1: faster. Yeah. Yeah. Th-
0: yeah this will be much faster. So, <laughs> you know, what, what, what should we talk about? Um, that's uh uh Part depressing, uh, uh, part de- depressing. Oh wait, that's the same thing. So what should we talk about? And I thought, oh, you know, forest fires. Um, uh, it- it's it's delicious because it is. It's a hot topic of conversation right now. You've got, you know, um, you know, if we're looking at it just purely politically, we've got people screaming from the left that are that are saying you know climate change climate change climate change and and that's correct for sure there's no doubting that there's obviously a lot of science behind uh you know the climate changing and then we've got you know the president and his uh homie cronies cronies or homies depending on how you feel about it uh you know and they're screaming you know classic California liberals, you know, just, just. It's screaming. all a hoax, man. It's yeah, all it's, a hoax. Totally, totally. It's either like, it's all a hoax or it's like, you guys just like scream and don't really do anything. You just bitch all the time. Uh, and there's definitely some truth to that. I mean, like, you know um, uh, for every, you know, ignorant uh, right-wing person, there's I'm sure just as ignorant left-wing person. It's just like the world we live in. Um, but I, I, you know, I was thinking like, you know, obviously the one thing that people, aren't talking enough about or aren't doing is just compromising and saying, you know, you know, yes, it's definitely climate change, but what can we do about it? You know, what can we do to make this suck less? Right. No one's fucking, excuse my French, no one's talking about that. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I feel like we should, um, you know, uh, I'll speak personally. I'll just, you know, you know, here in, uh, in, in the state that I live in, um, And I'll just be up front and say it's already gone. You know, this year five. I thought you lived in
1: the Maldives. I do. (laughs) Way less cool now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do live in the Maldives uh, for half the year. Um, (laughs) No, I don't. Um, I I pity the fool that lives in the you know the. Delicious luxury of the Maldives, what an idiot
1: well you you're you know it's funny you bring that up because you're right, you know you talk about like look at every kind of horror movie right what is what is everyone in the movie ignoring typically in the beginning of the movie? they're usually ignoring the scientist that's screaming about an impending disaster that's coming that's like, true.
0: That's so you true. know
1: whatever this guy is a fucking you know he's out there like he doesn't know what he's talking about, and yep. then sure enough you know halfway through the movie the like, scientist wow, gets murdered. You know, there we by, go again yeah by the climate or whatever <laughs> so and and to your earlier point too everything's been politicized right so politicized, even yeah. science now is politicized and you have situations like outside of climate change where masks have become politicized that's been in, in this day and age of corona right so yeah yeah uh, yeah it's it's uh You have to choose a side now. So things are becoming more subjective when science has always been about being as objective as possible.
0: Yeah, it's gnarly. We're living in gnarly times. And, you know, uh, over a million acres burned in in Oregon. Um, 46 large fires have burned more than a million acres in the last week. And that's according to our our governor, Kate Brown, nearly double our state's average of 500,000. I just want to say up front, like, I was blown away by that. I was like five hundred thousand. Sweet Jesus, that's a shit ton uh, burned annually. I had no idea. You know, California is really bizarre. Like I think twenty nineteen was something like two hundred fifty five thousand, and that was a lot. Uh, California averages it's it, well not averages, but it's anywhere from like ninety thousand acres a year to one million. So how how can we how can we uh, help you know make this all better like what are what are some ways in which we can help uh help forests get through this shitty climate changing environment we've right. put the forests in you know like wh- how right. else can i say this how can we help our forests because mm-hmm. of how badly we've screwed up the climate yeah. and you know there's a lot of things one thing that you know i i typically don't I'm, i typically don't you know watch pbs Newshour. Uh, but I actually did recently, uh, not because you know, you know, like I'm, I'm a crazy right wing person or crazy left wing person or whatever. It's just, it's just not my favorite, but you know, one of the things, uh, I, I, do really enjoy the, their science correspondent, um, and miles O'Brien, and he did this, this, this great Um, piece on how climate change exacerbates wildfires in the American West. And uh, we'll put a link to it in our show notes. It's a great article and it's really interesting. One of the things it talks about is something I'd never heard before, which is something called WUI, Wildland Urban Interface. Basically. Uh,
1: I was going to ask, I was like, what the hell is that? It sounds exciting, but uh, it's, it's actually bad. So go on.
0: It's, it's, uh, it's, it's uh, a Marvel movie, WUI. (laughs)
1: yeah movie. surprise a, new character that
0: was, that was a terrible joke i should really stop trying
1: i, I think we should probably call the cot. you know call the podcast here right you know just yeah. just end it uh, no no anyways it. please go on I, i'm curious
0: <laughs> so it's that. interesting right so so yeah. Could what, you what say it one mean, more
1: time? What was it? Wui. Wui.
0: W u i. Wui. Yeah. And, oh, okay.
1: and
0: and so wildland urban interface. What does it mean? Basically, it's where um, humans are building into wildland, and that is an extremely volatile place. Yeah. Um, and and really interestingly, and I, I'm just gonna I'm gonna quote um, some parts of this um, uh, this article. Um, Uh, Jennifer Belch, who is um, a geographer and fire ecologist at the University of uh, Colorado Boulder, uh, said something really interesting. She said, 80% of the potential landscapes can be built into have yet to be built into. And so more and more people are going to want to move into landscapes that are flammable. And we currently have about 1.8 million homes that are threatened at high risk of threat from wildfire in the WUI, the Wildland Urban Interface. And that's about $300 billion worth of value. And you know, I, I'm sure some of the things that are exacerbating this, obviously the two and a half degrees or whatever that's, that's changed, you know, that's not helpful. Um, that's certainly screwing things up. Lightning strikes are not gonna change, right? We're still going to have lightning strikes, right? Mm that's still going to cause wildfires. There's no doubt about that. Um, But uh, when power lines go down, that's not good. That's our fault. That's very much our fault. And obviously, you know, crazy storms can happen and can be exacerbated because of climate change that can be, you know, indirectly um, cause those fires and indirectly, really essentially our fault. And so it's, it's really, really interesting. um, uh, You know, this whole topic, Um, you know, I was thinking, you know, what, what can you do to, to make things better? Uh, a couple of the things that, that they mentioned, um, there was a, some research done by the U.S. Forest Services Fire Lab in Missoula, Montana, right? They were looking at alternatives, how can they manage fires, um, how, basically how can they, or manage forests, excuse me, to limit fires, and, um, uh, you know, basically, they, they came up with doing controlled prescribed burns, right? Um, basically, so that when fires happen, they wouldn't get carried away in burned down homes.
1: Mm, I see. Yeah, it. that's interesting. Like, I, I it was like, it, it sounds counterintuitive in a way where it's like, hey, we should really cut down on all these forest fires. Uh, by the way, we're going to light <laughs> um, this acre over here on fire. So uh, yeah. don't worry about it.
0: Well, you know, and it, 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 it is one of those weird things. It's, it, it, it makes perfect sense, and at the same time, it doesn't make any sense at all, right? Right. <laughs> um, you, you know, it's, just, it's uh, it definitely counterintuitive. It's really interesting. So there was a 30-acre plot of ponderosa pine mm. that had not been burned in 100 years. They let it be, and then nearby, they thinned and burned to see what would happen. And that forest, in every measurable way, they say, according to this article, is in every measurable way is healthier, Resistant, more resistant to bark beetles, or resistant to bark beetles, less likely to to burn in mega fire fashion as we're seeing right now in the West, and that's according to Miles O'Brien, their their science correspondent. I, I, you know, I was looking into this, um, uh, Darren, because I was I was curious. You know, w- what are some other ways besides prescribed burns? You know, what are some things that that we could do? Um, and maybe these things are already being done by logging companies. Um, you know. <laughs> A lo- what's really interesting is logging companies own uh, more land than than I think. I think Warehouser is one of the biggest landowners in the United States, um, or may possibly in the world. It's something crazy. I in fact I'll, I'll have to come back and provide some stats on that. But some of the things are clearing dead and dying trees. <laughs> Big surprise there. Mm. Uh <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> well right like no, no that's a good point though because that, that's that's one of the arguments you hear right now where you know we had uh governor newsom meet with trump and his uh his advisors did you did he, you say uh, governor governor sure.
0: governor newsom did hi i'm I'm Gaviner.
1: Gavina, Gaviner. Hey, you know, well, you're welcome, Gavin. Your name just got way cooler. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, true. Gaviner is like way cooler. I'm not Gaviner. Gonna... Gaviner Newsom. Uh, you know, Governor Newsom. Uh, he <laughs> recently, I don't know, it was just maybe last week, uh, recently, where he's sitting in front of Trump, and and of course he's surrounded by scientists that have researched this for years. And and I, you know, I have my own mm, kind of reservations science. about what he said and and what he's trying to do politically with, with what he said, but, yeah. you know, you have, uh, going back to like what I was saying, like one of the arguments is that the there are forests in California that are not burning right now, and they're saying that is due to better forest management which is what yeah. you what you brought up with that these companies are doing. So you know so you have forests like Yosemite that have that have seen fires in the past for sure, but right now in and one of the bigger outbreaks of all these fires there's no fires there and they're attributing that to better forest management. So cleaning the forest floor of any debris, things that, you know, are kindling basically that get the light on fire quickly.
0: Yeah, abs- that that that's that's exactly right. And I think you know, regardless of our feelings, like I get it. Like everything is like supercharged political right now. We've got you know, um, Democrats um, screaming climate change and Republicans sc- screaming, you know, you you're irresponsible douchebags and you're not managing your forests or whatever. Right? Like, the, you know, the 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 pragmatic approach is, you know climate change is real let's not stick our heads in the sand at the mm. same time let's do something about it in the interim cuz you know it's just not going to get better on its right. own right it, it, well, we're only going to make it worse if we don't do something
1: right, right. and that and that's where that's where i, I take issue with what uh governor right governor newsom <laughs> his new name mm-hmm. uh governor newsom said good old and, governor newsom good old governor welcome to the old pub uh so i don't even moving on uh so anyways uh he's using this as an opportunity right so most of the well i don't want to say most but i would say a majority of the public are unaware of of like the complexity of climate change right so Mm -hmm. so like we were talking earlier it's been politicized right so you're either a believer or a non-believer and there is room in the center for just people that haven't made a decision yet but it's very complex and A lot of what has been happening in the past, which is why a lot of, I would say more so on the right, the Republican side has said, uh, climate change, I don't believe in it, or it's more of a hoax. And that's due to kind of the overshot predictions from scientists uh, about like how quickly everything's going to affect all of us, right? So Eh, you, you, you take that into consideration and yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of like kind of fear mongering in a way, but how do you get the public's attention? I mean, you have to kind of exaggerate statistics in a way because if if you don't exaggerate, people push it off longer and longer and longer and then you hit a point where it's like, well, point of no return, we can't even really fix it now. So yeah. going back but, to what I was thinking about uh, Newsom is that you know, he used these fires as an opportunity to really highlight climate change again. And you know, you look at the science behind that, and yes, it is warmer, and there are more fires every year. But it's not the right argument. And and when you have those kind of arguments that are pseudo scientific, it actually takes away from the movement rather than advances it.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I I, I totally hear what you're saying. Like, I I don't know if it's like pseudo science that he's just screaming like you know like, it's change. all good but intentions
1: too. of course great intentions but yeah it, it, there's the, you know you look at the people that are really analyzing those kind of conversations and it takes away from the validity a bit. yeah so, I so mean, it I, weakens the argument
0: yeah for sure well here let me let me get back to this to some of the to some of the uh the causes right so, or some of the things we can do right so i mentioned clearing dead dying trees right That that's like that seems simple that seems like mm. like duh like that's obvious um, like let's cut down trees that are not just like standing matchsticks, basically. Um, you know, let's let's use them. Let's let's you know build with them. Maybe not necessarily just burn them. Um, you know, <laughs> let's make paper with them. I don't know whatever we do with dead dying trees. I'm an idiot. Okay, let's move on. So the other thing we do is just in general we 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 thin forests a little bit. We we provide. We, we essentially allow the canopy to shape itself slightly differently than maybe nature would normally, uh, uh, you know, sort of manifest itself. And the reason why we would do that is because we've really screwed up nature. And so we need to help nature out, you know, manage it a little bit more because we screwed it up. Maybe later we can allow it to, to do its own thing, but who knows, maybe we're, we're helping in a different new way and and, and we'll refine um uh, forest management practices. Anyway, sustaining so forests is important. Planting new trees—that seems obvious and kind of stupid—but planting new trees actually in the right areas. And and I just want to say one thing too: um, land surveys need to be done. They need to be conducted, and obviously by responsible parties—people who have solid knowledge on forests. Now, I, I I know I sound like a a big idiot here, but I I guess what I'm trying to say is, you know, the 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 obvious things are obvious things here are clearing dead, dying trees, thinning forests. And, and this is according to, you know, U.S. Forest Service, right? I'm not just making stuff up here. Uh, planting new trees uh, in controlled prescribed burns, right? So if you can do those four things, um, according to, right, we, we just, I just read this. It was just from the PBS NewsHour. Uh, according to the Missoula Fire Lab, that, that helped even just the prescribed burns themselves in thinning the forest out helped so much dramatically, right. Increase the health of that forest and it has not had any issues. So I, I think if we just do those things, we're going to mm. see obviously, um, some, some, some great, um, results. Right. Um, and then, and then, you know, <laughs> I, I do want to end this, <laughs> I do want to end this podcast on a slightly positive note. So I have some really, uh, stupid fun facts on forest that I, I thought I would read. Uh, but I, I'm curious, um, you know from From your perspective um, you know if would well, you live in the wooey if you could let's say for instance, like uh, somebody was like hey you know i 've got you know you're i've got i 've got this place i 'm going to sell it to you for like nothing right it's yeah it's you know it's it 's at risk for fire, but it 's like a piece of paradise right like people are trying to um, live in these awesome place. I mean, it's an awesome place to live. Like, it's like living on the edge of the forest. It's gorgeous. You've got this new house, maybe, or or mm-hmm. it's an older house, or it's just a house. And it's like, wow, these days we're just lucky to have a house. So you have a house, you're in the WUI. Would you do that? Would you live in the WUI? That's
1: what I want to know. I, you know, I gotta say no. Like I, I, and that's something I've, I've, you know, had conversations with people like yourself, and and even just internal monologue on my own where I'm like, why do people keep moving to these areas? You know, it's like the fires have only gotten worse every year. And it doesn't seem at least maybe at like a a much, much more local government level that really anything is being done at all uh, about mitigating fires. And so I, I, even if you were like, Hey, check out this house, it's absolutely gorgeous. It's overlooking the Sierras and, you know, every morning you wake up and see the sunshine over the the trees. Sure, yeah, that looks amazing. But I wouldn't go further than using that for an Airbnb. <laughs> you know, because you, yeah. you can get you can get fire insurance, you can get earthquake insurance. There's a ton of things that happen in California that you can get insurance for. But at the end of the day, the hassle and and the frequency of the fires. I mean, actually, actually, let me just stop you right there. Yeah, because
0: of the because of the frequency of fires, actually, um, a lot of insurers are not. Are, are, are pulling out entirely of areas and oh, good. Are, not providing, Great. Yeah, are not providing fire insurance because of the high likelihood of them. So, um, you know, that's one thing I didn't mention and, and, and actually an interesting piece here. Like I know insurance is fucked up, um, in general, right. Um, you know, everything from,
1: I don't know. I've never had a bad insurance deal in my life. I don't know what you're talking about. It's always been flawless. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's, it's always, it's always great. And the companies are always upstanding. Right. Uh, I mean, we have to think at the end of the day, they're just businesses and they, they, they're, they don't care about you or your family and they, they just want your money. Right. That's how it works, but they got to make money. Um, they got to make money and you know, they're, you're not necessarily evil, but they certainly don't give one crap about you at all right um but okay so maybe that does make them evil if it's health insurance but anyway <laughs> but oh but, that'll be that'll be another day <laughs> that'll be another well that's another shitty we'll podcast. talk about that another day that's yeah. another terrible terrible podcast but 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 the thing to think about here the interesting thing uh you know um is that yeah all these insurers are like yeah you know like so far we've only lost millions of dollars insuring homes in this area that we already knew is high risk. It's, mm-hmm. it's interesting. You know, if, if the government it's, it's, it's almost like health insurance in a way, you know, we, we should be providing health insurance for our people, at least that's my belief and pro- providing at least a public option. So with that in mind, if, if the government is not, is allowing you to allowing private companies to build into the WUI, to expand into this wildlife um, urban interface, right? The WUI, expand into these these wild lands. Then, then why aren't they providing a public option for fire insurance for home insurance? I mm-hmm. mean, I feel like if 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 California and Oregon, if uh, Washington, any pretty much the West Coast, and um, if it's not going to manage their forests, and if it's just going to scream foul on on climate change only then you know what the, the least you could do is provide a government option for fire insurance. I mean, cause seriously, it's, you know, stop allowing people to build into the WUI or provide insurance.
1: Right. Or, or at yeah. least make sure that there's enough local funding to have a robust fire department or, yeah. or, or some, you know, the national park service could have more Rangers that patrol the area and teams that, you know, look out for these warning signs because that, yeah. that seems to be the the common issue is that there are definitely things that we could all be doing to improve our chances of avoiding these but what we're seeing is that it's one of those out of sight out of mind things well where, let's face it like, if why, we had... why i give funding to something you know it, it yeah it, it, it all it all plays into climate change as a whole too where we could talk about the oceans being a similar issue
0: no i don't i don't, I don't like oceans Screw oceans, idiot. But uh, no,
1: I, you, you brought up something earlier today that I wanted to highlight and, okay. and we we're discussing about how uh, these fires are being blamed on on the subtle changes in the overall global temperature. And mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. that's what confuses a lot of people where it's like, oh, it's only raising a couple of degrees. Like if you're telling me that my kids will be living in a uh, a world that's four degrees warmer in 50 years than today, like that doesn't really inspire concern or, or, or like bring about concern, right? So, but, on, but, but the, the back end of that, and it's very complex, so you know, probably won't get into that today, but those subtle changes in, in temperature and degrees over time cause significant problems where you have global droughts because the less you have for this heat to be reflected off of the surface of the earth, the more the earth is going to absorb it. So it's just hot everywhere. And the ground is so dry. Yep. There's no chance of any moisture limiting the range of, of a fire that breaks out
0: well i have to say um we have done a great job in depressing anyone that's listened to this so i'm <laughs> glad that we did that i mean this has been fabulous there's there's one thing that i want to end with here because because we we do need to, to well you were going to talk about
1: statistics so you you said you found a fun site for yeah
0: that's right yeah yeah it's, it's, you say now i just want to say this is that these are this is a new segment we have that we may never have again and it's called statistics you should ignore um so the statistic is this like what i've already in- tuned out You've already go. said <laughs> Good. Good. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. So out of, out of our, out of all of our delicious, incredible, beautiful States in our, um, dis definitely not United States of America, right? Cause we all kind of hate each other right now. Um, <laughs> out of all of our wonderful States, which one is covered is mostly covered by forest. Now, I am curious to, 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 to hear, you know, like what your thoughts are. I mean, by the way, I I just want to say, I'm going to give you a hint. It's not a single state on the West coast. So you need to guess something. Really?
1: Not, it's, I mean. I would have hands down just been like Alaska. It's the wilderness.
0: It's not Alaska. It's not even, it's not even close. Alaska's like, I think. 28 or 29 on this list and this was you know here's the other thing you need to think about it has it's not it's percentage of the state percentage of the state okay so alaska is freaking huge oh that changes everything then okay california is enormous right these are these are like (laughs) these are the biggest on the east
1: coast i i can't even i don't know well why don't you just tell me because i I could guess all i could guess 50 times right yep it's it's (laughs) It's uh, it's
0: Guam. No, I'm kidding. No, it's not. It's not <laughs> and that's it. not a state.
1: It's a province, unfortunately.
0: Uh, or a territory, rather. Um, or, or, or both? Province, territory? I'm an idiot. I don't know. Uh, believe it or not, the number one state by percentage covered in forest is the state of Maine with, with 80... Interesting. It's my... 89.5 per se, Percent. Not per se... Because I can't talk too good, eighty-nine point five percent of the state is covered with forests, seventeen point seven million acres. Now it is a gorgeous state. You know Acadia National Park. Yeah, uh, I haven't been either, but it is. I've seen pictures. (laughs) I've seen pictures. Like I've seen a lot of pictures. Those postcards look nice. Postcards look incredible. I'm not joking. Every (laughs) single state on the the top five are all on the East Coast. New Hampshire coming in at number two. 84.3% of the state is covered. But guess what? Only 4.8 million acres. So you see the difference there. Um, West Virginia, 79%, 12.2 million acres. These are small states. Vermont, right? Vermont number four. But it's only 4 million acres. And then Mm. this is the most surprising on this list. This literally blew my mind, okay? Okay. You're gonna
1: love this. Number five. Alabama. Alabama? Al what? Alabama. Wait, wait, wait. how much?
0: You said it's number five? (laughs) It's number five on the list. 70% of the state is covered in forests. This literally blew my mind. It literally, I just had no idea. So you've got has four national forests. It has four national forests. That's insane. The bank head. The Konica, I think if I'm pronouncing that correctly, and I'm probably not. Talladega, um, Talladega uh, which, Nights. Which, which, which of course inspired know. the great movie Talladega Nights, um, as we all know. Uh, Tuskegee and Tuskegee. Um,
1: Interesting. I, I, just, 20, I just I just wouldn't equate. Alabama. I mean, I, I guess I don't no, really think about what not. was there. Twenty, but, I, but not no. that much of forest that's wild. no it's
0: it's legit. 22.9 million acres that's a lot of acres 22.9 yeah. now now you said alaska i'm going to give you alaska alaska is number 30 it's on this last. list oh okay no, no, right. no, no, not no. so bad all but, right but, but 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 not great though Yeah 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 we have to we have to remember that obviously you know alaska is you know you know I don't know, four or five times the size at least of those tiny, tiny little state I mean, of Maine. It's like what, 10 times the size of Maine, 20 times the size, right? right? So Maine's right. tiny. Of course, my math is probably always wrong because I'm an idiot. But um, Alaska, state covered by forest on the coastline alone of Alaska, 37% of the coastline. 14.4 million acres wow. that's just the coastline that's already more than like that's already more than Maine. just their coastline alone is more that's than is crazy
1: 93%. yeah i mean as i was gonna say it's like you watch those discovery channel shows or whatever and then you know yeah. you see those bush pilots and they're flying yeah. out there it's like just yeah you know forests are everywhere
0: oh it's it's totally so but but, it's, but yeah you're it's, it's seeing the how the entire state the right, right, right it's like you're yeah. seeing
1: how that math is done it's making a little more sense but Ugh, wow, math
0: it's the worst every single time uh and in and, and here's they have the largest national forest in the united states the tongas national forest mm. um, i'll say that one more time Tongass or tongas or I'm probably mispronouncing it. Doesn't matter. At a massive 16.8 million acres, 16.8 million acres for a single forest. So yeah, that's uh, that's that's already more than, than Maine. But this is percentage of state covered anyway. There's your fun, uh, delicious. Where did you get these fact. facts? Um, you know, I it's just like National was,
1: Park Service, or
0: um, I, I got it from a. Um, furniture act factory outlet (laughs) get the get out of here no this this is ridiculous no 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 i i okay so the, the the here's the the hilarious truth is that i i found it originally it came up if you search you know state states with the most forests or states covered in the most forests right um literally the first thing that comes up is this is is a link to this is Absolutely, my it's Alan's factory outlet. Like, <laughs> it literally makes those. It's like literally makes it sells carports. It makes no sense. They just have
1: wait. Wait, wait I'm sorry. It because uh, it sounded like shoes, like Allen shoe com. I wish but it was a carports. I wish,
0: I wish I wish that would be even better. Carports and and <laughs> And yeah, so for for whatever reason, I don't know. Maybe they were like, hard trying to build hard, a
1: carport in a forest. Check out yeah. these stats. Check out
0: these stats. Maybe they were just having like a really, really shitty month of sales and they were like, <laughs> we're going to have to drive traffic to this thing somehow. Uh, Quick, Great.
1: That's <laughs> SEO at info. its best, right there. <laughs> yeah. so search yeah. engine optimization. Totally.
0: totally. Quick, create an infographic
1: on yeah. forests. Curious about forests? Well, while you're here, uh, yeah. how about buying a carport? Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: So I found I found a, I found a website that 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 Stack ranked. Uh, the website is Stacker. In it, it, fun. I don't know if that's ah, actually right. uh, stack those facts. It, yeah exactly states ranked least most woodsy right so um least to i don't most want
1: woodsy. that linked in the show notes i want the shoe resource <laughs> slash carport company <laughs> links in the show notes please i will absolutely <laughs> link both you can count on that <laughs> it's All phenomenal right.
0: yeah i think i think we are good from here thank you uh to the uh uh, uh one person that listened that's probably gonna be um, yes you're um, our
1: favorite um, new person in life Thank you. Who,
0: who are we kidding? There's no one that listened to this. Thank you so much for not listening to this. Um, next week, we'll be back with uh, probably a worse show. And uh, if you're interested, want to learn more about us, you can't uh, because uh, uh, we don't want to tell you anything more about us. Uh, our website is ignorethispodcast.com. We don't have any social media. And uh, with that, I bid you all. Wait, adieu.
1: Wait, I think. Oh, wait, what? Site is actually .org because, you oh. know, we are an organization of two.
0: That's right. And that's
1: that's big enough. That's big enough. That's all you need.
0: <laughs> like i are already already messing up the only place that people can find us. That is impressive. Uh, ignore
1: the, ignore us. <laughs> yeah. Literally.
0: Yeah. Ignore us. Not only can you ignore us, you won't find us because I'm that big of an idiot. So it's, it's ignorethispodcast.org. Don't go to .com. It doesn't take you anywhere. So it's okay. We're, we're, we'll hit you up with our SEO. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I bid you good,
1: good, 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 good night. Good night. I (laughs) bid you good night. Good night, everyone.